You're listening to Once, episode 46, Dr. Whale. Welcome back to Once, the podcast about ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. And I'm Jenny. And we're still missing from our usual entourage, Jeremy and Dan, but we do miss them and they'll be back soon, we hope. But tonight we're going to talk about one of the mysterious characters still. We will be focusing entirely on Dr. Whale. The creep. <laughs> yeah, or the, the lech, as he was called once the lech yeah which i jumped on that one time it was in the episode that was about uh ruby and um red-handed was the name of that episode and he was called a lech i thought oh this is major clue to who he is and then i just looked up in the dictionary what a lech is and it just... i just looked up <laughs> what a lech is in the dictionary and what does it mean a strong especially sexual desire or craving a lecher yeah or Maybe he was called a lecher. Yeah, basically that he's a creep. And creep. He didn't want to help. He wanted to be a creep. Yep. <laughs> Such a creep. Well, please check out the website over at oncepodcast.com and subscribe in iTunes. If you're not already subscribed, you can go to oncepodcast.com slash iTunes. Even if you are already subscribed, we would love it if you would leave a written rating or review there in iTunes for us. And we really love those. And big thanks to everyone that's left some reviews. Even if you're in a different country, I'm able to very quickly see uh, who leaves reviews in different countries. And I try and tweet the thanks out to those people who leave reviews. We like stars. Yes, we do. And speaking of stars that we love, we've got a couple sponsors for this episode. Sandra and Mary and Emma uh, Mary and Emma got together and made a co-sponsorship, and they sent in some really great little cards for Cue the, the podcast, too. <laughs> Cue the monkeys. Cue the monkeys. I don't have the monkeys, Cue too. the monkeys. These little cards that they made for us are great that I'm going to save for when all four of us are together. Oh, you teased me. He but, took them out of the envelope and started waving them. I want to save them. Yeah. He didn't really wave them. He just took them out of the envelope. But uh, Sandra... And Mary and Emma, we're really grateful for your donation that helps keep Once Podcast up and running. And if anyone else would like to sponsor an episode of Once Podcast, please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. Before we get into our main topic, there are a couple important things I want to remind you about. One, we're recording this on August 8th, which means the season one Blu-ray or DVD set comes out in 20 days are you excited yes i'm excited we bought i bought a blu-ray player for us just so we could watch the oh, blu-ray right. discs we're gonna get <laughs> and uh, the you can still pre-order them from amazon is the place i recommend and we have an affiliate link for that so if you purchase through oncepodcast.com slash season one that will help support the podcast and we'd really appreciate if you do that and we'll probably have an episode shortly after the dvds come in or the blu-rays come in and we'll talk about all the cool extra stuff that's on it i'm really looking forward to it so you can purchase that pre-order it at oncepodcast.com slash season one and your purchase goes to help the show 
And we're doing this rewatch right now that every Sunday evening from now until the week before season two premieres, which is on September 30th. So now through September 23rd, every Sunday, we are rewatching two episodes of Once Upon a Time and going through this uh, in the order they aired. It's been exciting. Like what, what episode are we on? We just finished The Heart is a Lonely Hunter and Desperate Souls, which was interesting watching those right back to back because last year, The Heart is a Lonely Hunter came out before Christmas. They went on this holiday hiatus and then there was Desperate Souls. (laughs) We're like, ah, can't wait for it to come back on. We're having a lot of fun. What we do is we start the episodes all together at the exact same time. And we have the live chat room going over at oncepodcast.com slash live. And that way we're chatting about the episode that we've already seen. But now that we know the ending, there are so many cool things to point out in the episode as we're rewatching these things. It's a lot of fun. And the people that join us for it also have a lot of fun there. And Many times stay hours afterwards talking about theories and I'm stuff. I'm seeing Regina in a new light this time. Because like, we had so many questions about her. Like, does she know? And, and does Mr. Gold know? And just stuff like that. And it's so much fun. I yeah. love the rewatch. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. And you can join us. It's free to join us. And information for how to join the rewatch is over at oncepodcast.com slash rewatch. And there's a link in there if you don't have DVR copies or purchased or downloaded copies of Once Upon a Time. There's a link at oncepodcast.com slash rewatch for Hulu Plus, a free two-month trial. We don't make any commission if you use that link. It's actually an Xbox link. And unfortunately, our affiliate link doesn't give two-month free trial. It only gives a one-week free trial now. So join Hulu Plus, even if you don't think you're going to rewatch with us, you might want to join now while you still have that uh, two-month trial option, and then you could join us possibly. But pretty soon we're going to be watching off the discs. Yeah, That'll and we cool. won't have to like we'll have to pause uh, for we'll, a commercial break. We'll still pause just for everyone else yes, in case will. they're watching on Hulu Plus because we're nice like that. And uh, so we're doing we're doing that every Sunday from seven to nine p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's GMT minus four. And details on that are over at oncepodcast.com slash rewatch, including a schedule of what episodes we're watching when. And you can RSVP over on Facebook or ask any questions or anything like that. And by the way, we're on Facebook too. Please like us on Facebook, oncepodcast.com slash Facebook or facebook.com slash oncepodcast. It works either way around. We like to be liked. It's nice. Season two starts on September 30th. Woohoo! And it'll be awesome. It will be. So let's get talking about Dr. Whale. Such a creep. There have been several characters in season one that we've wondered, who were they? There were some surprises, like Ruby we knew was Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah, we did. But we didn't know she was the wolf as well. Right. And then (laughs) there was August that we all tried to figure out. And a lot of people accurately guessed who he was. There was Graham. (laughs) <laughs> and then it was in the seventh episode that it was revealed who yeah. he was. And I think that was it as far as characters and their origins that we weren't aware of. Mm, I'm still waiting to see the tall guy. And, and you know, this is the episode when Mary Margaret and Leroy were selling candles. And you see this couple at the door 
Like the one guy, the oh, guy's eating the carrot yeah. and the woman is super angry looking. I, I still I don't think, know who they are. I think that was just a nod to maybe Jack. A fable? Yeah. The, Jack Black? Yeah. Not Jack Black. <laughs> Jack Spratt. Yeah. Could eat no fat and his wife can eat no lean. Yeah. I think that was just a nod to that because if they're going so? to do, yeah, That's if they're going odd. to do a major fairy tale character, then they're going to use an actor. Yeah. Uh, an unknown. It was really <laughs> odd. actors. I wanted to say he was the March Hare. Hmm. I wanted to, but I don't know. Either. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. So now the last character that we have a mystery about is Dr. Whale. Dr. Whale. Uh, all we know about him, before we get into the great feedback and theories that we have, here are some of the things that we know about him. Well, his name, just for clarification, in case anyone's wondering, his name is spelled like the mammal. W-H-A-L-E. That's what it says on his name tag. Um, I wonder if he sings. Because <laughs> whales sing. Have we heard his first name? I don't think we no, have. I've just, been looking been for it during the rewatch. Dr. Whale. Yeah. His he looks like a doctor. He looks like a Chris or Jason, but I don't know. So I'm guessing his first name is pretty telling. Hmm. Because uh, Sheriff Graham, for example... Uh, Graham was his first name, but his last name was Humbert. We didn't realize that until the episode Desperate Souls, where there's a newspaper oh, clipping in a box that Humbert. says Graham Humbert. And the original Huntsman in Snow White had the name in the script of Humbert, oh. but the name was never used in the movie. No, it wasn't. Uh, so that... You mean in the show? No, in the movie, Humbert. Well, I mean, in the show, yeah, the name wasn't used. But in the Disney movie uh, that had this, his name was Humbert in really? the Disney movie script. Interesting. But in the movie, his name wasn't used. We, think, I've only seen it once. I think this is the first time I'm hearing that. Humbert, uh, we, as in the Disney movie. I shared it uh, back for our episode about Desperate Souls, which I think was at com slash nine. Hmm. I'm pretty sure that was our episode about Maybe Desperate Souls. Maybe I just Souls. forgot. So uh, Dr. Whale is the local doctor. He's like the doctor. And he has some kind of relationship with Regina in that he does what Regina tells him to do. Yeah. He's such a creep. We know that obviously he was once a fairy tale character. And in the finale, when the curse is broken, he sits kind of pondering things. Hmm. And a lot of people, myself included, are trying to read stuff into that. Like if he suddenly realized, wow, I was a terribly evil person. Or is he realizing I'm an evil person right now and I'm, this isn't who I am supposed to be? Or is he thinking, whoa, I was a whale once. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a really weird thought. <laughs> Regina turns into a wolf. I turn into a whale. <laughs> Regina turns into a I wolf. I mean, <laughs> Ruby. Ruby. Yeah. <laughs> you got the R name right. R. Yeah. yeah. And uh, besides that, there isn't too much more known he's interested in woman like extremely interested he's considered a creep but he also has this slight understanding side to him yeah especially in this past episode that we saw where um desperate souls when uh, oh yeah when he's when he's at the bar with mary margaret yeah or actually that that might have been in the heart is a lonely hunter one of those, one of these one of previous those. episodes. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was because, yeah, Emma was just 
discovering that Graham liked her and, and Mary Margaret was just dis- discovering that Dr. Whale could be, you know, good for her, maybe. And he sent her flowers. He did. I mean, that's a gentlemanly thing to do. That was that was I guess nice. so. He's still so a creep. He has this kind of side, which makes me kind of wonder, maybe kind of some kind of split personality. Maybe not. But besides that, there's really not much we know about him fact-wise. He's just been this character that I think we're probably going to find out more about in season two. Do you know what I was thinking when we did the rewatch? About him and Mary Margaret, that episode. What? I was thinking that they're no longer a couple after that episode. Like, they're they're no longer doing things together. Isn't that weird? Right. Like, they're no longer doing things together. Well, and David and Catherine are definitely no longer a couple. But yeah, but that was Catherine. established. Yeah. That was established. Dr. Whale and Mary Margaret as a couple just kind of, you know, but just now- stopped. Depending on what their memories are in season two, Catherine might even be like, oh, I'm so sorry what I put you through. I didn't realize our marriage was fake. Yeah. It depends on what their memories are. But let's get into some of your great theories and feedbacks. Uh, feedback, you being our listeners. And we'd love to hear your future theories and other things. So please keep this information handy. You can email feedback at oncepodcast.com or go to oncepodcast.com and click on the send a voice message tab Or you can at any time pick up the phone and leave a voicemail on our line over at 903-231-2221. And the show notes for this episode, by the way, that you can comment on about the things we talk about here are at oncepodcast.com slash 46. So our first feedback comes in from Joanna. Joanna said, I've been saying this for a long time, and I've always thought that Dr. Whale is Prince Eric. From, I have a problem with that. Well, explain who Prince Eric is. Prince Eric is the prince from Little Mermaid. And Prince Eric had black hair. Oh, true. So, that's my only problem. Then again, <laughs> the beast had <laughs> hair all over his body. And Rumpelstiltskin has only hair on his head. So... You know, hair's not an issue for for once upon a time. So, well, Joanna continues. uh, She continues saying they would have chosen the most simple alias to throw people off. Though, if you think about it, Prince Eric was faithful to one woman. Doctor Whale tends to hit on almost every woman in town, (laughs) as well as the fact that the creators were trying to think of some way to get Ariel on the show, and. Uh, we think we might see her in season two. It's possible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, could be. I If they hide someone's identity for an entire season, mm-hmm. I would think he would be a more significant character. I would think so, too. Like, I would. Yeah, Prince Eric is the secondary or maybe tertiary character uh, to um, the Little Mermaid. I'd mm-hmm. say, like, Ariel and the... Witch, the undersea witch, I forget her name. Ursula. Yeah, Ursula. I would say they're kind of the primary two characters in The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. And then Prince Eric is this third character. He is. And he was faithful to um, Ariel, but he was led astray by the evil sea witch. 
And one thing to keep in mind, though, about that faithfulness thing of uh, faithful in the fairy tales is keep in mind, most of these characters that we've seen are opposites in Storybrooke. Like Mary Margaret is very opposite in her personality to Snow White. Yeah, she's very confused in Storybrooke. And same thing, David, you know, strong fighting leader in uh, fairy tale land or He's what we're now calling in, and afraid yeah. and timid. Yeah. And he doesn't want to hurt anybody. <laughs> now, there are some, of course, like Jefferson who didn't change, but they're also aware. So the idea of their fairy tale character was this way, but they're kind of the opposite way. I wouldn't necessarily say it, it means it's not a valid idea, but I just think he might be someone more important than Prince Eric, like a, a more main character. At this point, I would not be completely surprised by much, considering like who people are and stuff and how, how people connect. It wouldn't surprise me at all if he turned out to be Prince Eric. Could be. I, I just think he's going to be someone more important. Yeah. Could uh, be. One sir sent an email saying, Hey guys, I think the big question on everyone's mind for season two and all of season one is, who is Dr. Whale? Great. You have said in the past, Dr. Whale may be the whale from Pinocchio. But to me, that sounds a little far-fetched. And I do totally agree. <laughs> I, I, it's cute. And, but I think the connection is a bit too literal. Whale, whale. I think it's a bit more metaphorical in some way. Um, once her continues, I was thinking of old fairy tales and recalled a tale called The Fisherman and His Wife from when I was younger. And she gave us a link uh, to the entire story, which we'll have this link in the show notes over at oncepodcast.com slash 46. And once her ended saying, I'd love to hear what you think. You guys are awesome. One, sir. So the story of the fisherman and his wife uh, is a story that I was never familiar with. Me neither. Like, this is the first time I've ever heard it. But uh, you've got the description from Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Want me to read that? Yeah. The fisherman and his wife live in a hovel by the sea. One day, the fisherman catches a golden flounder who claims to be an enchanted prince. The fisherman kindly releases it. When his wife hears the story, she says he ought to have had the flounder grant him a wish. She tells him to go back and ask the flounder to grant her wish for a nice house instead of their hovel. He returns to the shore and it is uneasy when he f- and is uneasy when he finds the sea seems to be turning dark when it was so clear before. He makes up a rhyme to summon the flounder. I wonder what that rhyme was. <laughs> And it grants the wife's wish. However, the wife gets greedy and makes increasingly outrageous demands. A castle to become a queen. Um, then become empress and finally become pope. That's just awkward. <laughs> the fisherman knows this is wrong, but there is no reasoning with his wife. The flounder grants the wishes, but the sea grows increasingly stormy every time the fisherman goes to summon it. Eventually, the wife goes too far, and when she wishes to become equal to God, the flounder revokes everything it granted, and the fisherman and his wife are back in their hovel. The end. <laughs> so, it's yeah, it's an interesting story that I'd never uh, heard before, um, this, and like I said, we'll have the link 
in the show notes over at onespodcast.com slash 46. But I don't know. Again, I kind of have the feeling like this isn't a significant enough character or a known enough character. I would think Dr. Whale is going to be someone that's a fairy tale that we all know. It's not going to be like, oh, hey, he's a flounder from <laughs> Fisherman and and the, what was it called? Fisherman and his wife? Yeah, the Fisherman like, and his wife, I think. I can imagine people's responses. Oh. Okay. Is that a fairy tale? <laughs> Where'd that come from? I think it'll amaze us all. I think it'll be a very, yeah, like you said, well-known fairy tale. I think so. Two. Now, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Now, it, props to Oneser for being knowledgeable enough of the different fairy tales to catch mm-hmm. this and be able to bring that up. Um, I don't know if if it could be that. It kind of surprises me all these new stories that I'm being introduced to by our fans. Like we learned about Jack Spratt, and we learned about the fisherman and his wife. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know all the fairy tales. I guess. Well, there are big ones and little ones, and yeah. we're we're mostly familiar, I think, with the ones Disney that climb ones. Climb on rocks. <laughs> uh, the ones that Disney made into movies. I think that really helped popularize a lot of the fairy tales yeah. to our generation and other generations. Is when they see it on TV or in a movie, then it's a lot more popular mm-hmm. uh, to them. A lot more memorable when they can see it, hear it, and all of that. Now, yeah, there are other fairy tales that people have heard and stuck in their mind, but. That's what makes me think, since they've kept it a secret so long, it's probably going to be someone from a popular fairy tale. I hope it's, I hope it's not something stupid. <laughs> I really do, because it's like, who is he, who is he, who is he? And then I'll be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, would just, that would just be weird. So, listeners, we'd love your feedback. Please comment on the show notes over at onespodcast.com slash 46. Now, we've got a live call in with us, and I believe this is Mary calling in. Hi, Mary. Hi. Hey, Mary. Hey, how's it going wherever you are? It's dark out. Uh (laughs) I know these times without season two just feels dark (laughs) all of the time. (laughs) I'm on the inside. (laughs) Yeah. So, Mary, who do you think Dr. Whale is? Well, I'm not 100% like, sure who he would be, but I think he's somehow related to um, the Red Riding Hood story. Hmm. How? Because whenever you, like, whenever you see him talking to a girl, it's, most of the time it's red, whether it's like, meh, or he's just like talking with her. Hmm. It's always with red. Hmm. Yeah, and that's why for a while we thought that he was the big bad wolf. <gasps> yes, we did. We didn't think that at all, though. He was a, I didn't think he was a wolf. You know, actually, I thought he was a pig, like one of the three <laughs> little pigs about one planet, I remember. There is the one other story of uh, <laughs> Ruby Red and Snow White, which um, the there male... Was a bear. Yeah, there was a bear and there was a <laughs> gnome. A bear and he stayed in their house and... They like loved him, and they let him sleep in front of their fireplace. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Wasn't he like a prince in disguise, though? I can't remember yes. the ending of it. I re- that was from so long ago. Mm. Yes, that was the thing: is that this um, 
Snow White and Rose Red found this bear and found out these he's friendly. And then there was this like evil gnome, and it turned out that the gnome had cast a spell on this guy that turned him into the prince and wanted to steal his gold. Yeah, and uh, because yeah. Snow disguised as Mary would be at Red. So can you think of anyone else that is related in some way to uh, to Red Riding Hood that he could be? Her father? Her father? Her father, or it could be like a distant relative, so that wouldn't be as creepy, but... Maybe the uh, the hunter that came and cut open the wolf mm, or, and pulled out the grandma. Or maybe he is a pig and... And Red Riding Hood is the wolf that huffed and puffed. Oh, that, that that's a great connection. I mean, because in Red Riding Hood, like the the um in the episode with um, what was her name in in Fairy Tale in the Enchanted Forest? What was her name? I uh, it was it wasn't Ruby. Red. It was, it was just Red. Yeah, it was Red. Everyone called. She said, "Everyone calls me Red." Oh, okay. Didn't give her her- Everyone calls me red. Well, I remember when her boyfriend came to the window, she's like, you're going to huff and puff? <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing <laughs> if she was the wolf that actually huffed and puffed and Dr. Whale was the pig? I'd cry. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. That would make my entire season. <laughs> Mary, any other theories that you want to share with us about Dr. Whale? Not really. Okay. That's much Well, thank you very much for calling, Mary. Thanks, Mary. Bye. That that would be a cool that connection. That would be hilarious. I remember joking about that a while uh, back of who's the three little pigs? <laughs> Have we uh, seen any triplets yet? Uh, but uh, yeah, may, he could maybe be made to look somewhat pig-like. Well, I mean, if he was the pig, he would have to be the pig in the brick house because the, the wolf didn't eat the pig in the brick ah. house. Because, because, you know, the first two big pigs... You know, the first one made the house made of straw, and then the other one made the house made of sticks. And the last pig, which was the most clever, made a house made of bricks. So maybe he is the pig. That would be amazing, because <laughs> he looks like a pig and he acts like a pig. He just is a pig. He's a creep and a pig. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. That would make my season. I would love that. We got an email in from Obi's Girl saying, Dr. Whale, not Monstro, but a new villain. She says, hey, hello, Daniel and One's podcast crew. Hello. I had thought about Dr. Whale's fairy tale character. What if he's not the whale from Pinocchio? A lot of fans are expecting him to be Monstro, but what if he turns out to be a new fairy tale character villain? And Mm. if he is a new villain, I think it would be funny to give his character a British accent because the last two villainary roles David Anders has portrayed had British accents. Sark from Alias and Adam Monroe from Heroes. Hmm. Maybe he's Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't you just uh, see him Shrek? saying, Donkey! <laughs> Shrek was owned by DreamWorks, so I don't oh, think okay, we're going to okay, see... Okay. <laughs> I don't think we'll see uh, Shrek in Once Upon a Time. But uh, yeah, a lot of people, I think, are getting hung up on this idea of whale means he's monstro. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe they are just trying to mislead us by naming him Dr. Whale, when actually he should be called Dr. Pig. <laughs> and the 
the episode that focused on Pinocchio and even showed the whale seemed to have no connection with Dr. Whale in that episode. Dr. Whale was not highlighted in that episode, I think maybe at all. Uh, so if he was supposed to be monster, I think they would have at least dropped some kind of hint in that episode. But And we haven't I seen him know. interact with Geppetto or August. Hmm. We haven't even seen them together. Not that they would really recognize him because <laughs> he doesn't really look like a whale. <laughs> <laughs> huh. yeah. And he's got a British accent, uh. which means, you know, Whales don't speak in British accents. They speak in whale. British whales speak in British accents. <laughs> uh, maybe. Well, we've got another live call here. Hi, thanks for calling Once Podcast. Who is this? Hi, this is Snow. Hi, Snow. Hey, Snow. So, Hi. I, yeah, what do you think about Dr. Whale? I think he is King Triton, which is Ariel's father. Hmm. He's a bit young, though. Like, Triton had a white beard and stuff. Yeah, I guess, but he's like the evil guy because I think, I'm not quite sure about this, but I think Ursula put some spell on him to make him, like, work for her, but that may be totally wrong. Hmm. Uh, not in the Disney movie. Now, I haven't actually read the Little Mermaid fairy tale or the... the- German, the uh, was it Denmark? Not that they're saying Danish. completely true to Disney movies. I mean, right. we've seen that. I mean, they're they're getting highly inspired by Disney movies because yeah. that's what's familiar, and because Disney owns ABC. Yeah, uh, but they are, of course, varying from that, and in some cases, preferring some of the more traditional styles. He slightly. does have red hair, and he could be the father of a teenager. So maybe got something there. Maybe, maybe. So, uh, any other ideas on who Dr. Whale might be? Not really. Okay. Well, if we ever see him carrying around a (laughs) trident, or now this makes me want to see, like, if we ever see him holding a fork. Yeah, and like spinning it and like... Yeah, miniature trident or something. (laughs) That would be awesome. That would be awesome. uh, I'm going to look for that too. (laughs) Was it a fork has four prongs and... A trident has three. Yeah, it's actually called a trident. The little utensil is called a trident. right. So uh, if we've ever seen him eating with one, that would be... (laughs) That would be awesome. (laughs) Nice little clue there. I'm going to look for that. (laughs) Well, thank you very much for calling in, Snow. Thanks, Snow. Thank you. That that would be interesting. So a couple ideas on his being someone from under the sea. Under the sea. Uh, Under the sea. Yeah, but why would they call him whale? Because Triton had nothing to do with whales. Well, under the sea kind of creature, whale. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, he was he was the king of the sea, and whales are like the biggest in the sea. Mm-hmm. Hmm, that's a stretch, though. I think it'll be interesting. That's an interesting theory. We have a forum post over at onespodcast.com slash forums. You can create a username and password, or log in with Twitter or Facebook over there, and we've got a ton of great posts over there. I started a post collecting uh, ideas from the forum users and just simply asked them, who do you think Dr. Whale is? And we got some great theories in here, which might be a little redundant to uh, some of the messages we're going to read as well from uh, the people sent directly to us. 
But a popular theory in here, uh, a couple popular theories. One is that he's the Wizard of Oz. Mm. The other... Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. (laughs) (laughs) The other, and this was really interesting uh, stretch, or not stretch here, but really interesting connection, is Fee said this in the forums, is one of the other theories, and she was kind of sharing this from someone else, is that maybe he is Gulliver from Gulliver's Travels. Hmm. And in Gulliver's Travels, Gulliver winds up on this beach where there are all of these little people who think he is a washed up whale. <laughs> really? It's been such a long time since I have even heard the story of Gulliver's Travel. I <laughs> didn't even make that connection, but that would be hilarious. Let me read this post here from Fee. It says, uh, if... If you want to discuss other theories people have had in case no one else sends this one in, it's not my theory, but it is one of the more interesting ones I've seen. There's also been some discussion about him possibly being Gulliver. There's a bit on Wikipedia about the character having a history of studying medicine. This theory also accounts for the name whale as a reference to how he would have appeared to be a beached whale to the people of Lilliput. I think I... Lilliput. Did I, I hope I pronounced that correctly. Or maybe it's a lily poot. <laughs> when he washed ashore there. Whoever he is, I doubt they can put off the reveal for much longer now that everyone will be walking around Storybrook remembering who they are. And by the way, that's why I really wanted to have this Dr. Whale episode tonight. I was hoping we could wait until Dan and Jeremy could be with us, but I realized in the next two weeks, it's very possible a spoiler could leak about mm. who he actually is. So I wanted to get this information out there, share everyone's theories before any kind of spoilers about who he is uh, leak if there are going to be spoilers. Mm-hmm. I don't know yet as of this recording. You know, I could see them making him Gulliver. I could totally see that. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Fee also says, uh, will people still be using their storybook names or their real names? I can't really see Charming calling Snow by the name Mary Margaret. And by the same token, I assume this will be how we'll find out Charming's real first name. When someone uses it instead of calling him David. Personally, Wait, I think it's David. Uh, James was the name he had as a prince. We never heard him called a name before. We we just rewatched this episode last week. Yeah, week I know, but I mean, he is James. Yeah, but we don't he know. He became James. Did he become or was that what his name was originally? That's the thing. that uh, That was the, the prince's name. Yeah. The the prince that died. Um, Fee continues, and if real names are being used, it would be out of place for him to still be referred to as Dr. Whale. Even if people do still use their storybooks names, their actions and allegiances will be influenced by their true identities. So either way, they can't really show him much without revealing some major hints as to who he is. So I don't think we'll have to wait too long to find out. And that was from Fee in our Once Upon a Time forums over at OncePodcast.com. <laughs> His name forums. makes me think that he's like part of a, you know, a set of quads and they're fee fi fo and fum. <laughs> <laughs> um, L also posted in the forum saying, whoever he is, I think the blue fairy may know. Hmm. Before Emma asked about why they haven't returned to fairy tale land. The blue fairy looks at him, Dr. Whale, and she looks almost concerned. Remember that scene where we joked about 
he's sitting there maybe sad because he realized I'm a whale <laughs> or, or whatever was going through his mind. That's a crazy thought. The, I'm a whale. <laughs> the blue fairy or mother superior came over and it looked like she was on her way to comfort him and that she was concerned about him in some way. She probably knows who he is. Hmm. I'll have to. We've already gotten past that episode, haven't we? No, that's in the finale. Okay, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm gonna, when the curse is yeah, broken. I'm going to definitely pay attention to that because I didn't notice that. Elle also says, also, I know this has already been said, but I doubt he is evil just from how stunned he looked when he remembered everything. And if it were, if he were loyal to Regina, he would have followed after her. Though he could have worked for her and just not be loyal, but something in the way he looked and held himself, he looked just as lost as everyone. And if he were truly evil, why would Regina make him forget? He would have been more useful remembering. Well, remember the people that Regina used, Sidney Glass, the huntsman, uh, or Graham, and the DA, who was King George, mm-hmm. and none of them remembered. But they were closer to Regina and had some kind of alliance with her in Storybrooke, because I think of their role in uh, the Enchanted Forest. We also got a, a longer email here. Um, again, please comment on these ideas and theories over in the show notes at onespodcast.com slash 46. This email came in from Slurpees108. <laughs> she said, Dear Once Podcast, I have a theory which involves Dr. Whale, and no, it doesn't involve him actually being a whale. So far, he has hit on Ruby and had a fling with Mary Margaret. He also seemed to have some connection to David when he was in a coma and reported back to Regina about his status. In the season one finale, Dr. Whale appeared aghast and dumbfounded after the curse lifted and he realized his true fairy tale identity. These things initially made me think of him as a villain. Yet, as has been pointed out on the forum, over at oncepodcast.com slash forums, his poor behavior could have been caused by the curse. Similarly to how David acted unbecomingly and the opposite of Prince Charming. (laughs) This has led me to surmise that perhaps Dr. Whale is really a protagonist. Though the curse may have caused him to act less than gentlemanly toward Ruby and Storybrooke, what is clear is that he is somehow linked to her character in Storybrooke. Fairytale Land. Or, yeah, in, uh, in Fairytale Land, or as we're calling it now, the Enchanted Forest. Mm-hmm. In the original Little Red Riding Hood fairy tale, Red is rescued from the belly of the wolf by a woodcutter. What if Dr. Whale is the one who saved Red in the Enchanted Forest? even though Once Upon a Time has transformed the original tale so that Red herself is the wolf, there could be some further twist so that Dr. Whale is the one who rescues Ruby from herself. I'm just getting a picture of a wolf trying to eat itself. <laughs> uh, like choking. <laughs> Either he could be the woodcutter from the fairy tale version, or he could be the wizard who gave Granny the magic cloak for Red so she doesn't have to so she doesn't phase into a wolf in the Once Upon a Time version. Hmm. Remember this, that in the episode Red-Handed, it, it was uh, said that a powerful wizard yeah, I remember. gave the cloak. Now, I'm just thinking that it's going to be Merlin. Yeah, we, we thought maybe the powerful wizard meant Rumpelstiltskin. Ooh, or, or the Wizard of Oz. Could be. 
because they've used the word wizard and later Red referred to Rumpelstiltskin as something else. She oh, said there have been whispers about a man who can do right. what, you know, what she said. He's she the never dark used one. the phrase He's whisper. He's not a wiz- I mean, wizard. wizard. Yeah. Uh, he could also have provided Red a safe haven from the angry mob after she accidentally killed people in episode 115, which is Red Handed. I'm thinking he could even become Ruby's new love interest in season two. Finally, he could also have given shelter to Snow White since she was also on the run with Ruby. Since Snow and Ruby are friends in Fairytale Land or Enchanted Forest, perhaps the curse caused Dr. Whale to go for the wrong girl in Storybrooke. In Fairytale Land, he was hopefully honorable and noble. Hopefully. Finally, I think the name Whale could still be linked to wolf since both are uh, hypothesized to share a common prehistoric ancestor. This would be a subtle connection to Red's story, but the executive producers like to keep us guessing. The term whale could have been chosen to throw us all for a loop, (laughs) making us think he is monster from Pinocchio. The doctor part could be simply could the doctor part could simply be a way of highlighting his status in fairy tale land. Thank you so very much for your amazing podcast. Sincerely, Slurpees. Slurpees. Uh, great. I think of slushies every time I, <laughs> I hear the word Slurpees. Great theory there. Um, but uh, connected to Red, yeah, like, um, who was it that had called in? I think it was... Uh, not Snow, not Mary. I think it was our second caller. Um, or maybe it was Mary. Had said, thinking that he's connected to Red somehow. But I just can't see a major character being connected to Red unless it's the wizard that gave the cloak and it turns out the wizard is someone popular. Hmm. And we're going to get into that in just a moment too. Because we've got some uh, great feedback on that to get into. You know what would be interesting if he turned out to be... If the wizard who gave Ruby, I mean, Red, her cloak, would be the Wizard of Oz. And then that would make two more fairy tales touch. Wizard of Oz yeah. and Red Riding Hood. Beauty and the Beast already touches Rumpelstiltskin. And Rumpelstiltskin touches Cinderella... And it just, everything touches. And I like how they're doing that. It's cool. Yeah, that would be, that'd be cool. Seeing more fairy tales cross like that. Because I like seeing when stories cross. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's something I've liked about certain episodes that we see a story and then we see the backstory and see how much these characters cross paths Mm -hmm. and are connected with each other. Yeah. I mean, because in Disney, all the stories are separate it's kind of fun to see them all coming together and kind of crossing, like you said. I like it. And we also got this voicemail in from Always Golden, who went to oncepodcast.com and clicked on the Send a Voice Message tab. Hey guys, this is Always Golden, and I have a theory for you guys about Dr. Whale. Um, I was thinking recently about how people in Storybrooke their professions seem to reflect from their fairy tale lives, kind of like with Sidney Glass and the Huntsman. And I was thinking about the fact um, that Dr. Whale is a doctor, and I was trying to think of 
um, the fairy tale equivalent to that, and I thought that it could be a wizard. Um, the main reason I think that is because in fairy tales that I've read, whenever somebody had something wrong, they would go and see a wizard, kind of like how we would go see a doctor in the real world. So that was kind of something that made me a little bit suspicious. And another thing that made me suspicious is I was watching The Sword in the Stone recently, and the wizard Merlin, he gets into this fight with this um, witch lady or whatever she was, and um, she ends up having the measles or something after the battle, and he, Merlin takes on the role, as it were, of the doctor, and he's taking her temperature, he's advising she gets sun, he's trying to... I cannot talk, I'm sorry. He uh, tries to guesstimate um, how much time it may be before she feels better. So I kind of thought that that may be a clue that Dr. Whale could be Merlin. And um, I know a lot of people are skeptical about his last name, but I know that Daniel made the point that it is spelled W-H-A-L-E, like the animal. And I kind of thought that that could be a clue as well in the fact that whales are typically shown to be blue and I thought about the fact that Merlin's cloak is also blue kinda like a whale so I thought maybe all that tied together could show that Dr. Whale is in fact Merlin the wizard so that's my theory I hope you guys like it I love your podcast it's helping me through this hiatus it's hard but if you guys can do it then I guess I can do it too so thank you so much for doing this podcast it really is a huge blessing and thanks for letting me call in bye thank you very much for sending in that message always golden that's a great theory Mr. or Dr. Whale as Merlin. I I really wonder whether we're going to see Merlin in Once Upon a Time. He's certainly a very, very powerful character. But that almost seems like too big of a character for Dr. Whale. But then the thing about the color and some of the extra stretches of the character, I don't know. That almost seems like a bit too much of a stretch for me. But I'm going to touch on the wizard idea again in just a little bit. One of the feedback emails that we got was from Nicole, and she didn't send a theory specifically about Dr. Whale, but she did mention something I thought was worth bringing up in this episode. She mentioned that uh, she wondered if Dr. Whale was in Regina's dream that she had in An Apple Red as Blood. You remember when the episode starts off, Regina has that dream that the village is going against her and they're gonna and Emma slices her with the sword and they tie her to the tree in the middle of the town Mm -hmm. well Nicole wondered if Dr. Whale was there and he wasn't there the people who were the most upset at Regina now just for reference the people that were at the town were Emma and Regina obviously but Henry Dr. Hopper David and Mary Margaret you mean at her door? no at in the town at in the, the dream. Tree. Yeah. Okay. When she was tied to the tree. David and Mary Margaret, Ruby and Granny, and all seven dwarfs were there. Dr. Whale and the other characters were not there. Hmm. So that could be a hint at something, but also might not be. Also in the forums over at oncepodcast.com slash forums is this very popular theory now that we're getting is that maybe Dr. Whale is the Wizard of Oz. And there are uh, several ideas 
along this line. And uh, Midnight Dreary said, uh, she said, I'm not, I'm going to say he's Oz. I don't have any real evidence for this theory, except that Dr. Whale and Oz have the same hair color. (laughs) What? But this is something else that uh, they were chatting about in the chat room earlier when we do the show live every other Wednesday at oncepodcast.com slash live at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's GMT minus four. This theory that maybe he's Wizard of Oz. And I could see this because the Wizard of Oz is a wizard and doctors are sometimes considered wizards, maybe, or just intelligent people of science (laughs) are considered wizards. And uh, the Wizard of Oz might have had a connection to Ruby. Maybe he was the one that supplied the, um, the cloak for Ruby. Maybe. The Wizard of Oz was this man who... Uh, pretended to have big power, but was really just kind of the man behind the curtain. He was. He had that cool hologram and the fire (laughs) and the smoke. Yeah, at least one version of the story. I am (laughs) Oz. And uh, there is even a Disney movie coming out that will be telling the backstory of The Wizard of Oz. Hmm. Uh, that is in, I think, next year is that's coming out. Maleficent comes out in 2014, and I think the movie about The Wizard of Oz comes out next year from Disney. Hmm. So this could be, I think, uh, he, The Wizard of Oz is a big enough character that it would be a cool reveal that he's be. Doctor, uh, that Dr. Whale is The Wizard of Oz. We've seen plenty of mentions or references to The Wizard of Oz. Because Dan loved this when we watched the first few times that we watched Once Upon a Time. He loved every time we saw flying monkeys inside mm-hmm. of Henry's oh, storybook. Yeah. I, we've seen those flying monkeys a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the movie coming out, by the way. Thank you, chat room. Uh, SAC USMC 27 pointed this out. The name of the movie coming out is Oz the Great and Powerful. <laughs> and that's coming out uh, next year. And we will be reviewing that early when it comes out. So uh, I think this, if he is the wizard of Oz, this could also make him a major player in this battle against either Regina or Rumpelstiltskin yeah, or both. Oz. Oz wasn't really a wizard. He was very smart. He, he was. was kind of a man of science. He, he was, knew how to, he had lots of buttons and yeah. levers and <laughs> he knew how to make things switches. work. How to deceive people, how to create incredible Ooh, machines. That sounds like prime villain material right there. Could be. Yeah. Deceiver. Could be. Maybe maybe he's the one that created the elevator that goes down to Maleficent from the library. Maybe so. Because that was like an old style, kind of funny looking elevator. Yeah, but everything in Storybrooke was all conjured up, we're assuming, by right. the curse. Right. Yeah. And uh, one last theory here from the forums also that that I'm going to share is, uh, I can't remember if this is from the forums or uh, from the chat room, but it was suggested that maybe he's either Peter Pan or he is uh, Jack from Jack and the Beanstalk. I like that theory because I just like it. It's kind of cool. Or he could be the giant B5 <laughs> bum. 
Yeah, he he could have been a giant. <laughs> Maybe he was so puzzled because he's like, why am I so little? <laughs> why do I feel like saying fee-fi-fo-fum? <laughs> Wife, bring me my harp. But those are pretty much the main theories on who Dr. Whale is. I'm going to go with the theory that he's the Wizard of Oz. And in fact, in the chat room, Dallas in Wonderland pointed out that Oz was a magician. Was he? Yeah. So maybe he's a character that has magic himself, too. Maybe so. And maybe he's connected in some way to other characters. And there would be this question, though, if he is the Wizard of Oz, does that mean that he was in a different realm and Regina had to go get him for some reason to bring him to Storybrooke, kind of like she got Jefferson? I would be kind of disappointed if the Wizard of Oz had magic because the Wizard of Oz was ordinary and he hid behind the title of wizard. I would be kind of disappointed, I have to say. Yeah, yeah, it would be interesting to go back and actually read the original story as well as yeah. rewatching some of the movies. I see him more as an inventor and an explorer, not a wizard. An adventurer, like Doctor Whale, or an inventor, Oz, Oz. Oh, okay. inventor and explorer. Because remember, he had the balloon, and in the original. Oh, was that's it? right. Yeah, because like he he stumbled upon Oz, you know, by ballooning from somewhere. Right, and they they made him the Wizard of Oz. He was from Omaha, Nebraska. I think he puzzled in the chat room. Pointed that out. Yeah, he was just a normal man. So, I mean, I think of him not as a wizard, but as like a as an inventor slash explorer. Kind of a wanderer. Yeah, and generally a nice guy in the fact that he helped, um, not Alice, he helped uh, Dorothy get back home. Mm-hmm. Ooh, wouldn't that be interesting? If Alice is actually Dorothy as well. What? Whoa. Hold on. <laughs> you, just, you just made a mistake and you're like, whoa. <laughs> well, no, the, my wouldn't thought wasn't about me? that. If... Remember, Oz's part in the story was he helped people get courage. He helped the lion get courage. courage. And brains. Yeah, yeah for and scarecrow guy. A heart. And Yeah, the heart for the lion, courage. And he helped, he helped Dorothy, Dorothy go home. get home. Actually, no, he didn't. Glenda did. She said, tap your feet three times and say... <laughs> There's no place like home. <laughs> what if the Wizard of Oz is Dr. Doc- Dr. Whale is the Wizard of Oz and Dr. Whale is going to be a major part in helping all of the fairy tale characters who are trapped in our world get back home? Well, they'd have become, to take a balloon because that's all he had. <laughs> or become the people that they are supposed to be. I don't know. That could be interesting. That could be, but I just don't know. Well, those are all of our theories and listener feedback. Uh, 
great feedback and great theories from all of you about who Dr. Whale is. If you've got more theories, please comment on the show notes over at oncepodcast.com slash 46. And I'll also include links to these relevant stories that have been brought up, like about Gulliver and about the fisherman tale. And uh, also this great forum post that we've got where people are sharing great theories and uh, some great people. <laughs> I just want to say the word great so many great. times because I'm convinced he's the great and powerful Oz. <laughs> <laughs> so check that all out. We'll have all of the links and more over at oncepodcast.com slash 46. Make sure that you also check out oncepodcast.com slash rewatch and join us Sunday evenings, 7 to 9 p.m. when we, we rewatch two episodes of Once Upon a Time and have the live chat room going. It's so awesome to rewatch the episodes now that we know the ending of season one to go back and see season one all over again. It's a lot of fun. We've got the chat room going and it's really easy to keep up with us too. We take breaks for the commercials. If you have commercials, however you're watching it and we resynchronize it, it works really well. So check that out over at oncepodcast.com slash rewatch. Make sure that you pre-order the DVD or Blu-ray set Go to onespodcast.com slash season one. You can spell that or write it with the number and purchase that through our amazon.com affiliate link and that will help support the show. And please send us your other theories about Once Upon a Time, what you think about season two to feedback at onespodcast.com or call 903-231-2221. Or you can go to oncepodcast.com and click on the send a voice message tab and record a message right from your computer. And keep our feedback information handy because once once upon a time comes back on TV on September 30th, woohoo, then we're going to start doing initial reaction shows again. Mm-hmm. We're going to start getting in depth on the episodes. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Mm-hmm. Our initial reactions are recorded. We have a live chat room going during the live uh, airing episode and in you guys, Eastern Daylight Time. You guys come up with awesome theories, so that would yeah. be awesome if you guys would call in. Yeah, I so love your theories. either calling in for immediately after the initial reactions, mm-hmm. if you get to see it in Eastern Time, or send in your feedback after you get to see the episode before we record on Wednesday. Obi's girl did that a lot. Like, yeah. right after she watched the episode, she would call in. Well, I think because she was watching them on Hulu. Oh. Um, Hulu would always have the episodes about a day after it airs on TV. Right. And it, Hulu always has the last five episodes for free before you have to get Hulu Plus to see the older episodes. Mm. So, uh, yeah, a great way to watch, even if you don't have live TV, a great way to watch Once Upon a Time. And uh, we would love for you to be a part of that. Check out the forums over at oncepodcast.com slash forums. And also, if you haven't gotten the soundtrack, it's a great way to play back all those memories. <laughs> As we're rewatching the episodes, I'm catching all of the different themes from the soundtrack because yeah. it's like realizing, wow, th- there's the Huntsman theme yeah. there and there and there. Now or- that I've listened to that episode that you did, I'm, lis- I'm, I'm, I'm noticing that as well. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. And Mark Isham did a fantastic job on the soundtrack. So you can go to oncepodcast.com slash soundtrack to order the CD from amazon.com. Unfortunately, it's not in iTunes or Amazon MP3 downloads yet. But this is a CD I think you'd want to own because it's got some really cool pictures on the inside. <laughs> pictures. <laughs> yes, that's why we all want to own a CD for the pictures on the inside. <laughs> and it's great music, too. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do like CD, like pictures and stuff. Little yeah. booklets they have. 
No spoilers in this episode because it's getting close to the time when, honestly, I don't want spoilers anymore. <laughs> Jeremy is already in no spoiler zone. Yeah. He doesn't want to know some of the spoilers that we've already covered. I'm starting to not want to see spoilers. So listeners, this is your opportunity to provide content for the podcast. If you have the ability to record something in fairly high quality and want to cover spoilers, please email us feedback at oncepodcast.com and it could be something that we could just tack on to the end of the episode and then I wouldn't even have to listen to it that way so that way it could be something that I won't be spoiled either email feedback at oncepodcast.com if you'd like to participate in that or if you'd like to contribute blog posts to oncepodcast.com so check out the show notes for all of these links and more over at oncepodcast.com slash 46 you can follow us on twitter as twitter.com slash once podcast and you can also follow each of us individually on twitter i'm daniel j lewis and you can follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle and i'm jenny and you can follow me at twitter.com slash jenny's nook follow dan flynn at twitter.com slash dan flynn design and jeremy at twitter.com slash fleegon so check out the website and more leave itunes ratings and reviews and we'd love it and thank you for listening Have a happy ever after. Once Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our great podcasts like this one at noodle.mx. Huge thanks to our sponsors for this episode of Once Podcast, Sandra and Marianne Elizabeth. If you'd like to sponsor an episode of Once Podcast, please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor, and it would help a whole lot because it's expensive to keep this podcast running. But fun. and Yeah, lots of fun. And we really appreciate your help at keeping the podcast up and the server up and all of that. So huge thanks to everyone who has donated already. And we hope that you'll check out oncepodcast.com slash sponsor and consider donating as well. Thank you.